Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more coming up on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis, consulted by the American Cannabis Company, starts now. Welcome to the cutting edge of cannabis. I'm your host, Ellis Smith, and today we're going to be speaking with Stacy Kaysen, founder and CEO of Planetary. Using new patent-pending technology, Planetary has created a process that extracts full-spectrum CBDA using only water. Unlike other methods of extraction that produce a lot of waste, damage the cannabinoids within the hemp plant, or introduce other substances into the final product, Planetary's water extraction technology allows for better potency and a higher bioavailability of cannabinoids without adding harmful substances. Welcome, Stacy. That was a mouthful. <laughs> Thank you. So, Stacy, I'm glad to have you on today and learn more uh, about planetary. You've got a very interesting background. Um, you were an ICU RN, then you go and get a master's degree in anesthesiologist where you practice that for about 10 years. Then you totally switch gears and get an MBA from the University of Denver and get into real estate development. That is a crazy dichotomy <laughs> of different directions you've been working in. So with that interesting background, what? how did you start Planetary? Oh, yeah, interesting story. This is a nice way to bring the background all together. So our awesome. Background in healthcare, I have a passion for helping people. And I was doing it, you know, one on one, one at a time in anesthesia. Um, and then switching gears into business, which is actually more of a passion and seems to fit my personality better. Um, and then getting introduced to hemp, I totally nerded out on the science side of it, which I really enjoy. And reading the benefits of CBD and then CBDA became a way to kind of bring it all together and to help people um, without, you know, the harmful opioid addictions. And uh, I saw the emerging industry of hemp and kind of researched it a bit more. I grew up on a farm, so I do have interest in in farming and, and what plants can do for us. Um, and then in studying the industry, it seemed that a real choke point was in the extraction. And perhaps there was room to uh, disintermediate the way that extractions have been done and find a healthier way to do it. So give me a little more understanding of your water extraction technique as traditionally from the cannabis side, uh, for those of us that are familiar with extraction from a, um, a water um, standpoint, um, it's basically using bubble bags and agitation and cold water and ice. <laughs> That's pretty old school and pretty archaic. What did you do or what are you doing that makes it a little more technologically savvy, making the product a little more efficacy to the patient? What is it that you guys are doing that separates what we've seen traditionally from a water extraction standpoint? So it's not bubble hash. We get asked that a lot. <laughs> sure. Um, it's not the ice water bath. Um, it is It is proprietary, so I really can't tell you a lot about it, but I'll tell sure. you that we have been able to scale it up. Um, it's, not the, it's not the bubble hash that people think of. So that's the frequent questions we get. 
when they hear it's extraction, they say, oh, great, is it ethanol or CO2? And sure. they say, uh, neither. <laughs> well, then bubble hash is the next question. And it's like, no, actually, it's not that either. So sure. it's quite simple. Um, and that's what makes it so amazing, I think. But it is water, which can't be too much doing to it because you are producing CBDA. It is not hot water. Uh, is it not going to decarboxylate the uh, the CBD? Uh, so Correct. Um, what differentiates your products from other CBD products in, I guess. Well, as you just mentioned, it's not decarboxylated, so it stays in the raw form. So I like to say we we have the CBDA the way God made it in the plant. Now, there clearly is a way where CBD is beneficial, so I'm not knocking that, but what we do keeps it closer to the way it's made in nature. And also it's full spectrum what we extract. It's predominantly CBDA, but there are a whole host of other cannabinoids. Um, THCA and CBGA are our next um, most predominant cannabinoids in the process. Um, and it's also in a powder form. So it doesn't make the crude oil, it doesn't make distill, it actually doesn't come out in an oil at all. It comes out as a powder. So from that, we're able to formulate in many different ways. Is it an isolate? Is it 100% pure? What is the... No, no. Okay. It's, full, it's full spectrum. Um, and we average in the low 80%. We've had some as high as 94% total cannabinoids. Our average is somewhere in the low 80s. So the, the end product in powder form may be, for example, 85% total cannabinoids of that 80% CBDA. 4% compile the other minor cannabinoids. And then the balance is raw plant material. And actually we've been doing some research on, on those materials and they actually have benefits. So I think taking it to an isolate, in some cases that's you know done for a reason, right? But we are finding some benefits on the other plant materials as well. So I don't, I'm not overly motivated to eliminate those. I agree with you there because I am a person that I'm kind of anti-juicing when it comes to food because you're missing all that <laughs> fiber and the things that come along with yeah. the good stuff that you want. And so kind of using that analogy, it kind of makes a lot of sense. And so, um, yeah, I, mean, I like the full spectrum products. I think one by, are you uh, leaving the terpenes in there obviously as well, which I think can also have an effect. Is that what we're seeing too? It's a minor uh, amount of terpenes actually. So, it doesn't have a very strong smell or taste, okay. which I know a lot of purists really love the terpenes and really love the smell, and I and I do as well in the plant. Um, but it, it does enable us to have a blank canvas. So it's like starting with vanilla ice cream. You can add all the toppings and flavors you'd like, but the product doesn't have such a, a strong hemp flavor that when you put it into whatever finished product, it doesn't overwhelm it with that taste. So it's not fully tasteless and odorless, but pretty close. That is pretty neat. A lot of people don't like that um, that plant material taste or whatever. Exactly. And yeah. I get it. Now, as I was researching what you guys are doing, and I haven't seen a lot of people talking about CBDA. 
And, you know, I was diving into this and I had no idea that through some of these, the research, like I found the University of Guelph back in 2013, uh, shows that CBDA was a thousand times more powerful than CBD and binding to specific serotonin receptors linked to nausea and anxiety. And I had no idea. Yes. And so how did you discover this? How did you learn this, I guess, through your research? Because I'm finding a lot of other professionals aren't utilizing this aspect. I couldn't agree more. It is like the greatest undiscovered secret in the um, cannabis industry right now, in my humble opinion. I didn't seek this. Uh, I didn't go after CBDI, let's say. Sure. I was looking for a way to extract in a healthier way. Like I said, you, you mentioned my healthcare background, and I'm on the side, like a health and fitness nut. So I was just looking for a more gentle, more natural way to extract and have a more holistic, healthy end product. Through this, we found the water extraction and it does not use heat. It doesn't decarboxylate. And the first um, people we talked to in the market in the beginning said, oh, great, just heat it up, mix it in oil, and you've got a CBD tincture. Mm -hmm. uh, to which I responded, that's boring. That's what everybody's doing. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's a crowded marketplace. I'm not going to ensure that and just be one of another hundred. So I think there's more to this and let's explore the CBDA as its own molecule. Um, so that, and two years ago, there wasn't quite as much research out. Thankfully, there's more coming out. Um, and Dr. Michelin has done some research on that recently. So that's even increased the awareness. And I think... It might be because the other methods of extraction inherently apply heat. So CBDA was not an option unless you juice the plant, which I have tried, and it's not tasty. <laughs> I have too, and that's that tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the cold ethanol extraction is a way to extract CBDA, but it's not stable. It's not stable for long. So to my knowledge, we have the only method of extracting the CBDA and keeping it in the raw, natural, stable form so that we can take advantage of all these benefits. And I think the COX-2 inhibition is probably its best advantage, just the, the potent anti-inflammation that's selective. Before we go into that, let's take a quick break and then we'll dive back into more questions. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Trends in technology, processes, and products. We cover these areas and more on The Cutting Edge of Cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The Cutting Edge of Cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. 
Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemping. Dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I've got Stacy Kaysen, the founder and CEO of Planetarium. And so you were talking about the, the COX-2, COX-2 enzyme, um, talking about the inflammation uh, after an injury and infection, how we're finding that uh, by blocking these enzymes, CBDA can relieve inflammation and associated pain. Is that what you're kind of getting at before I cut you off there on the break? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and so, um, you know, like I've I've done a, I've done a lot of these podcasts with a lot of these um, CBD companies, and a lot of them are saying they've got the product with more efficacy, more more uh, more available to the body by using nanotechnology. You guys aren't doing anything like this, right? Just by keeping it in the acid no. form, this is allowing it to bind onto these receptors and to do their job without all this other fancy tech, right? Yes. But you can't give me those secrets, right? <laughs> no, no. Less messed around with, so to speak, um, tends to have a greater effect on the body. We don't have to do the nanotechnology. In the acidic form, it is more bioavailable. It binds to the tissues easier. I mean, in a basic chemistry class, you'll learn that acidic forms are, um, <laughs> I'll use the term, single and ready to mingle. So it's more likely to want to bind with another uh, and and that's the effect that we're seeing in the human body okay i see that you're a bodybuilder and an iron man athlete this is pretty <laughs> pretty strenuous stuff um i used to be a soccer player in college and was a professional mountain guy for many years working all over the world extreme conditions mm-hmm. and how have you found cbd to help you out and what has it done from an athlete's perspective is I have yet to really explore CBD in that perspective, but I would, I've heard athletes using it and helping with um, alleviating soreness and these things. I'd love to hear your take on it and what you're getting out of it. Okay. Um, I'm actually glad you asked. I, <laughs> I did the last full Ironman at the end of 2014. And since then I can't run. So I can't do triathlons anymore because I can't run anymore due to a knee injury. Sure. So at the time I was, 34 years old and knees blown out, like could use a replacement, but too young for a joint replacement. So you just get to suck it up. And I was prescribed Holobrick, which is a prescription medicine that's a COX-2 inhibitor. So it sort of <laughs> all comes full circle now. <laughs> um, and that's when I switched into bodybuilding because I couldn't do the pounding on the running, but I could still leg press a thousand pounds, no problem. Wow. And so I Holy continued cow. to do that. <laughs> And then in the last um, in the last year, since we've made the product, um, we've made it into a topical salve. So now I've been putting that on my knees for the last couple months consistently. I don't have to take Celebrex anymore. 
Um, my morning workout this morning, I hit a PR, personal record, on my Peloton bike, which is awesome. my latest obsession. <laughs> awesome. So I can still go and do like I just didn't think I could anymore and without that constant nagging knee pain. Um, and also, I've seen it, for me, replace ibuprofen, which I wouldn't have believed Interesting. before. Interesting, because ibuprofen with the anti-inflammatory aspect, I use that quite a bit. I've been afraid to take it over the last three months with this whole coronavirus crap because they say don't take it. So I wish I'd have known this. I could arm myself with some good CBDA to get me through this time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's, that's so fascinating. So um, let's tell me about your relationship with, I'm a, am I pronouncing it right? Is it Nickel Farm, N-I-K-K-A-L in Northern Colorado? Is that right? Nicole. Nicole Farm. Tell me about your relationship with mm-hmm. Nicole Farm and why organic is important to you. So as of 2020, for this, this year's harvest, we are his exclusive um, producer. So everything he grows, um, will come to us. And I say he, Paul Clift is the, um, is the CEO or president, I'm not sure his title, of Nicole Farms. He's a, the head farmer, right? And he's had a USDA certification for, I think, two years. So we have his um, organic crop from 2019 as well. Um, and I choose to buy organic vegetables because they haven't been sprayed with pesticides. Same reason I would choose the organic hemp going in. Now, we, of course, test for everything. I think it's pretty common in the hemp industry. No one really uses pesticides. It's, it's plant-based amendment. Uh, but having the organic certification is just taking it that step further. It's saying to our customers, to our, our families, that we take the highest pride in what we put in. Good in equals good out. We get the highest quality hemp flour in. We use our clean natural process of extracting and then we finish it off on the goods we make. We try to use organic, uh, you know, MCT oil or, or whatever we use in the bomb and stuff. So we try to use the highest quality products at every turn. You're raising the bar. You're, you're setting a standard that... I don't think a lot of people can really get to yet. And I think this is a great little niche for you to carve out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the same with you. You know, I'm very conscious about what I put into my body. I'm about an 85% plant-based diet. I tell people I'm a, I'm a vegan by six. Uh, so I eat plants all day until, <laughs> until night and I eat a little bit of meat at night. Uh, but it's important for me <laughs> to understand where my food comes from, how I source it, what is put on it. As I'm, I look at food as a way, as a way of healing myself. It's, uh, you know, what you put in your body can either harm you or, or help you. And so I yes. look at yes. anything else I put in my body in that same perspective, um, whether it's the cannabis I consume, whether it's the hemp products I, I, I consume. And maybe that's a reason why I haven't found CBD products to really go after yet, because I haven't seen anybody putting out the type of standard that you are and raising that bar. And so uh, mm-hmm. I just love to see that you're doing this because not many folks are that conscious about it. Now, they may be conscious about what they put in their body as far as a food consumption. They may, be, may buy organic, but when it comes to their cannabis or their hemp, they don't care about that. And that's kind of goofy to me. Right. Is they're missing the point here when you're ingesting this stuff and utilizing it for health benefits. You want the cleanest, healthiest product. Right. <laughs> so I still well, shake my head. That was the joke to me in the beginning. I know. We're looking to this for health benefits. And yet 
will have it full of solvents and other nonsense. And I, again, I, I don't mean to knock anyone else's products. I just, sure. for our, for my company, for our products, for my, my family, and I consider my friends to be family, I want the highest quality products possible. And to your point about food, I've kind of said that for years, like people care what they put in their car and that's just a machine. You don't see people pouring salt and nonsense into their gas tank, but that's what we do when we're eating junk and when we're consuming less pure products. Prime example, I asked people, would you take a Coca-Cola and pour it on your plant? And they said, well, no, that'll kill the plant. I said, imagine what that does to your body, <laughs> right? They don't quite get that. They don't Absolutely. understand that. Okay. Um, after researching, I was looking on your website, and I couldn't tell if you guys were offering a B2B or a B2C type relationship. And then as I got a little bit further, and I see you had some products that really were for the B2C, but how does your business model work, and who are you selling to, and what are your products? <laughs> All good questions. <laughs> we started to be predominantly B2B and, and selling the raw material. Mm -hmm. And what we found is because it's a new process and a new end product and we're a relatively new company and still an emerging industry, it was really difficult to sell. People just weren't used to what we were selling. So kind of use the, so we did some formulations. We're blessed to have an amazing chemists now too, in-house chemists who are brilliant. And so we've made some formulations and we did it at first as a way to show what can be made with our products. It's like the first time almond flour was made um, and you're trying to tell someone to bake with it and they're like, I don't know what this is about. But if you <laughs> give them a cookie and they taste it and say, oh, this is delicious. Oh, now I'll buy your flour because I know what I can do with it. So that's, we started the finished goods, the end consumer products, just as a way to see what formulations could be done. Mm -hmm. um, but now we have actually added the whole retail line. So now we do have a B2C, um, we have five SKUs on the B2C line. So we do both. What's your best selling product or what's your number one selling product, I guess? What are you seeing people really gravitating towards, if you don't mind me asking that one? The drink additive has been okay. our, our biggest, and I think it is the most unique. So it's, it's a water-soluble drink additive, and I use those words carefully because that gets really overstated and used out of context in the cannabis industry. Cannabis is not water-soluble, as we know, but we've put this powder into a carrier that is water-soluble. So you put a few drops, I put it in my protein shake every morning, you know, quick stir or shake and it's completely dissolved. So you can put it in water, you can put it in any beverage, you can put it in your happy hour martini if you want, but it's a nice, really easy way of getting the cannabinoids. And that seems to be intriguing to most people. So we've had a lot of, you know, clients, we've had our B2B clients request that specifically and then put it on their own label. All right, Stacey, let's take another break. When we come back, we'll continue talking okay. about planetary. Time to cut to commercial. More of the cutting edge of cannabis is coming up. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. 
how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cutting edge of cannabis now continues only on cannabisradio.com. Welcome back. I've got Stacy Kasem, founder and CEO of Planetary. And you were telling me about um, kind of your number one selling product. You've got my interest in this now as uh, I'm a green smoothie fanatic. That's basically what I live off of for breakfast and lunch every day and raw foods. And I'm going to go and and really explore this and put them in my smoothies. Now, I am a very active cannabis consumer. Um, What kind of what kind of effects or will I should I experience or will I not? Now, some people say I, I may get the health benefits, but I can't tell. What do you think I'll experience? Yeah. Or how can you give me some guidance just so that I can understand the benefits I could be getting without realizing it, I guess? And this is I hear from a lot of people. Right. So what I personally experience is the reduction in inflammation and also my stomach feels better. Hmm. Um, okay. I used to have a lot of acid reflux, changed my diet, went gluten-free, got off the proton pump inhibitor medications. And generally feel pretty good. But there's times where if I eat sugar (laughs) or, you know, too much coffee or whatever can feel the kind of reflux and just general stomach dis-ease. One of the most potent benefits of CBDA is the anti-nausea benefits that acts on a couple of receptors in the stomach. So it's as potent as uh, Zofran and some of the um, prescription medications used for anti-nausea. So I had been taking our capsules for a while and hadn't really put a lot of effort into how does my stomach feel. And then I ran out. And a few days later, 
I said, gosh, I've really been having heartburn in the last few days. I can't figure it out. I'm not eating spicy. I'm not having too much coffee. Like what's going on? Oh, I ran out of our GBDA capsules. I guess, gosh, it really was working. When we talked about the joint pain and inflammation that I've noticed in reduction, um, <laughs> we, we had a fun experiment. We do a bit of R&D still. And so um, our chemist had made a breath mint with CBDA. And all eight of us in the company were going to try it. And <laughs> it had a lot more than I think people were sort of anticipating. So the reports that we got were a lot of people just looked calmer, just like really <laughs> mellow. <chill. laughs> One guy who doesn't use cannabis at all. And is I wouldn't have thought he's high strong or anything, but he can get a little higher energy. And I mean, he just completely mellowed out. And it was so noticeable that really? I like snapped a couple of pictures. I'm like, this is really amazing. <laughs> That's great. And um, yeah, one guy's like, oh my gosh, I feel 50 pounds lighter. I just things calm. You didn't even realize you were uptight until things calm. So that seems to be the, the number one thing people like sort of feel when you first take it. I like it. You know, I'm a, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm high strung as hell, which is why I'm so active. That's why I use so much <laughs> cannabis to kind of bring me down a little bit of level. You know, I got off of Ritalin yeah. and this is kind of, I see now this as being a, a, a gateway for me to see if I can address my anxiety needs. And uh, mm -hmm. once again, the, the, I'm not necessarily nauseous, but you know, with anxiety comes this unsettled feeling yeah. in your stomach. And I think that yeah. um, hopefully this may bring me some relief. So for our listeners out there, oh, this, this this is pretty fascinating to see what you guys have come up with, especially because I don't hear people talk about THCA. Or excuse me, CBDA. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And actually, it does have THCA and lower, you know, lower concentrations sure. because we're extracting from the hemp plant. But THCA is a molecule that's been tied to uh, dementia and Alzheimer's prevention and really having some neuroprotective effects. So again, having that broad spectrum, I can't make that claim and I don't know how much, you know, the THCA in the end, but, but having that full spectrum and having that THCA molecule can't be bad for our brains. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think just the, the more availability of cannabinoids uh, is just going to bring a, a better effect overall versus starting to remove them or limit them. Yeah. Um, what kind of obstacles have you faced getting this product into the marketplace? <laughs> How long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> we got about three minutes. I will tell you, we don't have much. Okay. Two minutes. Gosh. The current hardest one is um, online merchant processing. Um, Aha, I deal with that. Have anyone? Okay. I know. I know. I, I deal with that selling soil to the cannabis space. So I understand exactly uh. what you're dealing with. <laughs> yeah, we got lucky on the banking. In the very beginning, it looked like banking was going to be an issue. But I have great relationships with a local Colorado bank um, from real estate. And right as the farm bill passed, they decided to make us part of their sort of pilot program to allow. So banking has actually been okay. But I got dumped by PayPal about yeah. a month ago oh, without yeah. warning. <laughs> I got dumped by, and we just have, you know, have CBD. We're, we're low THC and the whole thing. Um, Intuit wouldn't run our payroll. So that was, that was the problem. I think supply chain is inconsistent a lot for us. And 
I think the overall, in this industry, I've met some of the most amazing people ever. And I've also met some less than stellar people. Uh, my highest core value is integrity. And I've come across plenty of people in this industry who, in my perception, lack integrity. People have flat out lied to us. People have not paid, et cetera, et cetera. I'm sure you've seen and heard stories. Quite a bit, so <laughs> you bet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm from the South as well. I grew up in Alabama. You're from Northern Louisiana, I saw. And so we have a saying yep. that, you know, if yep. you're going to play with snakes, you got to get in the snake pit with your snake boots on. And so every day I come to work, I yeah. put the snake boots on. <laughs> and you just got to yep. know how to handle the snakes because they're out there. Yeah. They are everywhere yeah. out there. Stacy, we're basically wrapping this thing up. This went way too quick. I wish I had way more time to explore this with you. Any closing remarks to our audience today? I want to invite people to look outside of the box and to be more open-minded. I think there is a bit of stigma with cannabis in general. And, you know, I, I get a little weary of people saying, oh, it's on drugs. Like, no, actually, the ibuprofen you're taking is a drug. That's right. This is a plant medicine. Um, and I, I wish people were more open-minded to realize that grown here on Earth are some of the most amazing plants that we can use to heal ourselves, be it through your diet, be it through plant medicines, be it just getting outside in nature and getting some fresh air. I think a lot of the keys to healing what ails us mentally spiritually, emotionally, physically are available to us on this amazing planet. Well said. Stacy Kaysen, founder and CCO of Planetary. Thank you for joining us for this edition of The Cutting Edge of Cannabis. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Thank you so much, Stacy. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.